Hello there, beautiful people of the universe. How is everybody doing today? This is episode 16 of Shine Brighter with Liz. And I'm very excited for this episode, you guys. I know it's been a little bit of time since I've come out with a new episode, but life has been kind of crazy and I kind of um, just have been so busy, but I decided to dive back deep into my podcast and this time around um, for season two, I really wanted to start introducing some guests onto my podcast because I think it's so awesome to have conversations with other people, have other voices. So season two is all about interviewing people that I find that are light sources, lighthouses, as I like to say, in this beautiful world and that I find inspiring and that I wanted to kind of just know more about them, ask them some personal questions and allow them to share um, with you guys so that way we can make this world a brighter place, right? So my first guest on season two is my friend, Natalie McPherson. And Natalie and I have known each other since college. We went to New World School of the Arts together and we studied studied theater together. And I just decided that I wanted to have Natalie as my first guest just because she's one of my closest friends and somebody that I have a very personal relationship with. I'm constantly inspired by her um, through her social media, through all of her content creating and everything that she's constantly up to. Um, Natalie has worked with brands like Urban Outfitters, Clean and Clear, Airy, Fossil, Lulu's, Forever 21, and many more brands. She also has worked as the hairdo girl. She was the it girl for 2018. This was a contest that was based on social media and she won out of many girls. Um, They flew her out to Miami where she was able to do photo shoots and she became the spokeswoman of their products. And um, she also just recently finished a Universal Studios holiday parade during this um, winter. And she also did a year's worth of theatrical contracts in the Broadway stage door theaters. And she actually just started her own online shop. She sells really cute earrings on there. So go check her out. Her shop is called Whatever Lola. Um, and actually, right after we finished recording this podcast, about 30 minutes later, Natalie let me know that she just booked a Disney commercial. So she is unstoppable. She's on fire. And I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode. So without further ado, let's jump right into the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so we are recording. <laughs> Thanks so much, Natalie, for being on my podcast. You're my first guest, so I'm pretty excited to have you on here. Um, And so let's just jump right into it. I'm excited to ask you some questions. So my first question I want to ask you is, let's start from the beginning of your life, of your journey on this earth. Um, What were you like as a kid? Okay, so I was born in Miami. Um, I lived in Miami my whole life. Well, not technically not Miami, Broward, but like I would always go visit my grandparents in Miami. So whatever. I'm just going to say both of those places. <laughs> um, I grew up in a really amazing household. household. I have two amazing parents who were always really supportive of everything that I wanted to do. And they just like, my dad was very into sports, so he wanted to put me like in that route. But then eventually I found out that sports like weren't the thing that like I was good at. I was just not good at sports at all. So um, I decided that I wanted to do theater. And then I got into theater at like the age of seven. And it was just like an instant like okay I love this like I know this is like what I want to do for the rest of my life and I would always tell people like in school like when I went back to school I was like I want to be on Broadway and when you're like young and you don't understand theater like kids don't understand what that is like what's Broadway so like I'd have to like explain to them like I want to be on stage I want to sing I want to dance and stuff and it was weird because I was always considered a really shy person um, my personality, I'm a, like, I'm an observer. So I like to come into a room and kind of like observe things before I like make my like presence known, I guess. So I'm very like relaxed and like reserved until I'm comfortable with like a space. But like as a kid, I was like that, but like with my family, I would always want to put on shows for them. And like, mm-hmm. I would always be 
like every Thanksgiving and Christmas, like I would always just put on shows for them. And it was just always something that I did. So when it came to being in front of strangers, my parents were like, they didn't really know how it would go. Um, but one day I did a spring break camp and I played Annie and I like just started singing the song tomorrow. And my parents told me like their jaws just dropped. Like they did not know that was going to come out of me. And like, I was like eight years old. So it might've not necessarily been the best singing. Like, in the, like I wasn't like a Mariah Carey or something, but like it was just something that they were so shocked and they were just so proud because like they knew how much I loved it and they just weren't really expecting that. So that's kind of just where it all started. And then from there, I did theater in high school. And then I went to college, New World. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I like in college or also in high school too, like I'd always just wear clothes that I thought were like cute. Like, I don't know. I just didn't really care what people thought of like what I wore. A lot of people were like, oh, I could never wear that. But you always pull that off really well. And to me, I was just like, I don't really understand what that means because I just wear whatever I feel comfortable with. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it means that people just didn't really know if it was like socially acceptable to wear something like they would just feel weird about wearing it. So I kind of encouraged people a lot to like get out of their comfort zone, I feel like, and wear things because I'd always have people say like, oh, I feel like I looked like you today or I feel like I, you would wear this. And it just always made me happy to like know that people thought of me when they were like getting dressed in the morning. Because I always feel like what you wear is kind of an extension of like your personality. And I feel like for me, like I said, I've always been such a shy person and I'm always really reserved, but I feel like my outfit kind of speaks for me in a way. Sometimes I feel like my clothes kind of tell my personality when I feel like I can't really, <laughs> I just got really deep there. <laughs> but yeah, and like fashion is such a good way of expressing yourself. So yeah. And then I started my um, blog or like my little Instagram in 2015 and yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I love all of that. That's so awesome. And like, you really yeah. laid it all down for us to kind of like explain like childhood. And one of my questions was going to be like, kind of what was your journey, which is exactly what you told is like from the beginning to like kind of now. And I think it's so cool because yeah. it's so true. Like you're super expressive with like your outfits. And I know that you've inspired me to be more like that. Like I've probably been one of those people that's been like, I don't know how you pull that off or you always look so cute. Cause like, you're very, you know, even like right now, you look super cute with like your earrings that you made yourself and like your hairstyle and like all of that. And it, it is like, it's how you feel comfortable and it's kind of how like you craft your own artwork. So I think that's so awesome. Yeah. And not everybody has that like gift to feel that creative or like know how to like get dressed like that. So I think it's awesome. And that like you like share that and like how you get dressed or like your cute little outfits and like you share it on social media. And I know that's why so many people like look up to you and that's why you're like a lighthouse. And that's why I wanted to have you on my podcast. So you could like so talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you another question is, um, what are your like best habits that you feel super proud of, of yourself that you think like, this is the best habits that I have and um, that you would like to share with others that you know that they would benefit if they did more of that? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. So I feel like, oh, I feel like what people want to hear is that I wake up every morning and like I eat a good breakfast <laughs> and I shower and do my hair and my makeup and everything. And honestly, it's, some days are a lot different than others. It kind of just depends on what I have going on. Um, so I guess just overall, just having the confidence, I feel like to do something. Cause I know, for me, I was always like, oh, how do I get started? Like, do I have enough people that will support me? Or do I have like the prettiest things to show off? Or do I have the nicest right. camera to take a picture and stuff? And I feel like a lot of people get in this mindset where it's like, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't like, I can't do this. I don't have someone to take my photos. So they just don't do it. Right. And what people don't realize is the more you're putting things off, the like time isn't slowing down. I hate to break it to everyone, but you yeah. know, like we are getting older and life is going on and people are saying, Oh, like the Instagram is so saturated. Like it's too late to get started. And with that mindset, like you're just never going to get started. So you kind of have to be like, push all of that aside and really do what's best for you and just start, you know, 
for me, I started off like just taking pictures on my iPhone. I started off taking pictures with my camera that was like $500. And nowadays like cameras go for thousands and thousands of dollars, but it's really about just doing it. And there's going to be a lot of, um, like fails. There's going to be a lot of failures. There's going to be a lot of times where you're like, okay, well, this wasn't my best, but as long as you're, cause the one thing that I've learned through Instagram is that it's all about consistency. A lot of it is, you know, I, I also learned this from podcasts too. That's another thing that I've been trying to get into obviously is podcasts. <laughs> but, um, so what they're saying is that, you know, it's all about your audience trusting you and knowing, okay, every single day, like I'm going to get a new post from this person or every other right. day I'm getting post from this person. And that's the reason why they keep coming back is because they trust you and they know that, you know, you're going to put out this quality content for them to enjoy. Right. So I think a lot of it is just, you know, just doing it and just not being afraid and not being scared, not really caring what others think. I think that's something that I've, you, the original question was like, what do I do? I think I just don't really care <laughs> in a yeah. sense. I like, um, I've always, it's weird. I care about what people think, but in different ways, I guess. Right. I don't know. I don't really care if someone doesn't like my outfit. I don't really care if someone, you know, behind the screen is like, Oh, she looks ugly. Like that doesn't affect yeah. me. I think what I care about is when it comes to the truth, you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. it comes to someone like, bringing down something about my like I don't know just like I don't really know how to explain it like it's just like I don't really care if people like don't like my looks or they don't like what I wear and stuff like that I think it's just more of like the truth is like what gets the like it's what hurts me the most but yeah I don't know I just feel like I feel like it went off in like a different (laughs) no like I think you went in like such a good um point and even just you talking about like the beginning when you were saying you know like you don't have the nicest things or like you may not think that you have anything that people are going to want to look at. And like, that Mm -hmm. kind of reminds me of this thing that's called like launch at 80. And it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes people like want to launch when they're like at a hundred percent and they'll be like, I can't do this because I don't have the best camera. I can't do this because I don't have a photographer. I can't do this because I'm not the best writer or I'm not, you know, the best. Or like, even for me, like with my podcast, where it's like, for, for me, like I had launched my podcast and I had just recorded on my phone and just started putting it out there. And I did 15 episodes for season one. And then season two, I was like, okay, I want to start having guests. And I was kind of starting to put it off because I was like, all right, well, I don't have like the studio or I don't have this. And then I was like, wait, launch at 80 and then you'll get to like a hundred percent. But if you just, and I think it's just such, such a good point. Cause it's like, if you constantly are waiting for that green light or like to have everything, then you're never going to get there. And it's like, I listened to a podcast with like Mandy Moore where she was talking about how on princess diaries that like that was her first film that she was ever on. She didn't know how to hit a mark and she didn't know anything about being an actress. And she, she, you know, was a child's performer and they kind of booked her more because she was like this, like up and coming, like Britney Spears. And, um, and she kind of just learned as she went how to be an actress. And I just, I think that that just has so much to testify about, like just doing anything in life. It's like, no one knows what they're doing. Anyone like, like, again, I'm re- reading this book. It's like, you are a badass by Jen Shinshiro, which a lot of people love. And it's like, she says that too. It's like, no one on this earth knows what they're doing, but you might as well just do something and just like stay in the like mode of like discovery, like staying in right. the mode of just like, allowing yourself to just continue to discover and discover and discover. And like, she also talks about how, like, you know, when you become an expert at something, you like, you know, like, let's say you like become this really good singer, then like you start becoming, you start putting so much pressure on yourself about being this like amazing singer that you start critiquing everything that you do, that you just like lose the fun. And I know dancers do that or stuff like that. Like you just start losing the fun of like, allowing yourself to discover. So she also talks about how it's like, don't be too cool to invite the beginner to the table now that you're an expert. Oh, wow. And I, yeah. I love that. Cause it's like, yeah, like I told, you know, my partner that it's like, I want to constantly just be in state of discovery. Like even with my podcast or whatever, whatever I do, like, I don't ever want to be too cool to not allow myself to just kind of be childlike and be like, okay, let's just see where this goes. And if it fails or if it flops, or like you said, like, that doesn't matter. And like, it's, it doesn't matter what other people think. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, I'm just going to do what makes me happy. And I'm just going to discover and 
hopefully it could be fun. So I love yeah. that you talked about that. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm very much so the type of person that just goes for it in a sense. Yeah. Um I I've been known to be a procrastinator. I've been known to not plan well. Um it's just I'm very impatient when it comes to things. So when I want something, I'm very determined to get it immediately. And I know that can also sound like a really horrible thing. No, to say. I don't think so. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. It's just, it's a different type of like worth ethic. So I feel like it's, it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And you just kind of have to figure out what does work for you in life. And I feel like that, that goes for everything. But yeah. and I think that you're you're very like like at least from my perspective. And I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. It's like sometimes it's so hard to see like all the great that we're doing because we're in it and we're hard on ourselves right. and like we're constantly yeah. like okay like I'm not doing enough or I'm this or I'm that. Yeah. But it's like when other person sees you from the other side, they're like no, but like you're so positive and you're so motivated and your content is so good and like your house yeah. looks cute and like maybe like it's because you see the day-to-day life and like, you know what I mean? That you're like, can be hard on yourself on it. But it's like, when someone sees it from the outside, it's like, but you're such a lighthouse. Like you're so this, like you're so good at planning. Cause obviously your outfits always look cute. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're so good at like yeah. coordinating because like, look at your house, like how cute it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I have struggled with that a lot lately. Um, especially now because I, I don't, my whole life, I, I've never necessarily had a job. And I know that sounds, it can, it sounds kind of weird because I do have a job. It's my job is being a performer. You know, I have a lot of gigs. I just got off of doing a dream job at Universal and yeah. I sell earrings and I work with brands and I get paid to do that, which is enough money to be able to live in this apartment that I live in and feed myself and, you know, afford all these things that I do afford. And for me, it was like, okay, well, I don't wake up at nine and have to be at work at 10. And then I have to be at work till five. And then once I get off of work, I have to come home and do all these. It's like, that's not my life. My life is very, you know, one day I might have like five meetings or I might have to go to a casting or I might have to do all these emails. And the next day, you know, I'm shooting or I'm like planning things. This is like every day is different. And for me, it's just, it's a lot on my anxiety because I just don't really see the big picture. Sometimes I'm just constantly like, you know, I, I, I'm just always like, I don't have a real job. Or I don't have this. I don't have that. And it's like, no, I do have all these things. And I just have to be confident in myself that this is my life. This is my journey. And, you yeah. know, if God wanted to make me be a doctor, then, you know, that's what I, that could have happened. But it, he didn't want me to be a doctor. He wanted me to do this. And as long as I'm like paying my bills and I'm happy and I'm not living on the street and I have, you know, the comfort of coming home every day. And this is like my family is supportive and stuff like that. It's just, I yeah. feel like that's all that should matter. Absolutely. And honestly, like yeah. Nat, like that is, you're living the, um, like an artistic life and you're getting yeah. compensated to be a yeah. creator, to be, you know, like Beethoven didn't have a nine to five. Like he was just Beethoven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah there's so many people out there that like, that's what they do. Like actors are just actors or like, you know, this woman that I look up to, like from blog a lot, he's like, she wakes up every day and she does like YouTube videos for people working out. And like, that's her thing. And like, I know what you mean. Cause like I right now I'm also kind of in the same position where I don't have like a job job. Like I work with a startup company and I, you know, I'm trying to get into more like brand deals and obviously like, you know, pushing myself as an actress. So it, does become like this moment where you kind of like freak out, especially because, you know, like you have work ethic and you freak out when you're like, Oh my God, I don't have a job. So it's like, you start getting scared. Cause you're like, I don't have that like stability, but at the same time, it's like, what are you afraid of? If like anything, it's such a blessing, like such a blessing yeah. that God is like, I don't want you distracted with like things yeah. that are going to like not fulfill you as this creative spirit that I want you to be like, he's like, you're good. Like you have a house, like you have money coming in. And like, that's the way, yeah. like I saw it when I like left my job at Lululemon, I, you know, was crying because I was like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And literally then I started with the startup company that I'm working with and you know, that helps actors. And like, I coach actresses online and I'm doing what I love and I'm making better money than I was working at Lululemon. And I'm working with brands now and, you know, just did a film for Mammy film and like, have seven auditions last week. So it's like, 
God will always provide. And like, that's what I love is just like, I was so scared, but it's like, you just like let go. And then you realize like, wait, hold on. Like, I'm like holding onto this tight rope and then I like let go. And I realize like, I'm actually, it was a blessing. You know what I mean? I think, and it's such a blessing. I think so many people that are like content creators or like actors or like stay at home moms or like people like that. Like, I'm sure like it's this societal thing where we feel like, Oh my God, I don't have a job, but it's like, but you do like you're running a house and like, or like moms, like they're taking care of kids or they're raising kids or like content creators, like they have a hard job. Like you have to learn how to like clock in and clock out on your own term. You know what I mean? You have to like, you're an entrepreneur. Like you need to learn how to like negotiate your own contracts. Like what are your prices? Like what are your things? So it's like, it's all of these things that you're doing. If anything, it takes more work to do that, to be a creative than to just have Mm -hmm. a job, go in, tell me the rules, give me the uniform. I'll clock in, I'll clock out, come home. Don't have to worry about my job. It's harder to do what you do than it is to say, I'm just going to go to a regular job and I'll just tell me when I'm going to work, how much I'm worth. And I'll be here. And when you don't need me anymore, I'll just be at home and then I'll come in and I'll make more money. And like some people like that and that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, like for me, I'm same as you is like, I enjoy that creative freedom. Like I enjoy being at home in my own space and planning my day, you know? So I think that's a great thing. And like, I'm glad you even brought it up because it's such a good thing to talk about because I'm sure so yeah. many people feel that. Okay, so what is your best and favorite tools? It could be podcasts, it could be books, it could be favorite YouTube channel, Instagram account. Like, what are the things mm-hmm. that you're finding? Okay, so um, I've talked to you about this before, but when I first started out, I was like, okay, what is the big secret? You know, how do people get followers or how do people make a brand out of themselves and it was really important to have quality content and by quality it doesn't necessarily mean like having the best camera or having the best feed or just like I said before all about just starting and just doing it yeah so um, I really looked into how to edit well and I've been using Lightroom which is on my computer and I find that editing on a computer and then transferring it over to your phone um, is a lot, it's a lot nicer. The quality is a lot better. Um, editing through your phone might not like bring, especially if you're shooting on a camera and you're shooting in the format of raw. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, I do. But it's just, it's, yeah, it's just basically like shooting in the like purest form without the camera, like adding any sort of effects or anything. So basically, what I'm getting at is just like using your computer to edit is, is a really good tool. And you can also go on YouTube and find so many videos that YouTube is going to be your best friend. Honestly, yeah. YouTube and Google is just um, always going to be there for you <laughs> when you need it. Um, what else? Honestly, I'm trying to think there's an app called eight MM. I always get questions on that. It's like a vintage. Yeah, 8mm. It's like okay. a it's an app that just basically you can like record oh. um, in like a vintagey feel. Honestly, figuring out your style and like what you want like everything to look like is always really important. Um, I use the app Preview, and Preview will like show you your feed and like kind of give you a heads up on how it's gonna look before you actually post, so you can make sure that like your feed is cohesive and stuff like that but I actually just took a poll recently on my Instagram and asked people I was like what do you care most about like your feed looking nice or like the photos and a lot of people like said they really care about the photo like just as itself and that was really surprising to me because I don't know I feel like when I go on someone's um feed and I see that it's like really nice and cohesive I'm it's the whole like I said before it's like the trusting like you're always going to trust that they're going to be putting out this quality content and that's like kind of something that you want to build with your audience is like okay they're going to know that this is my brand and this is what I you know if someone follows you because you're you know you dress appropriately or like something like that. And then you start posting things that are like not appropriate. Like they're obviously going to be shocked and like probably unfollow you. So you always just kind of want to give the audience what they signed up for necessarily, you know, like just doing things that kind of align with your brand. And that doesn't mean like you can't, you know, wear a certain outfit or do something because it's a little bit out of your comfort zone. 
does not mean that at all, but kind of just like sticking in the zone of your brand is yeah. kind of what I recommend. Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's so interesting you say that because it's, it's funny. I was talking to somebody once and they told me that like humans are like um, creatures of habit. So like yeah. we enjoy habit. Yeah. So like the fact that like, you know, the people that we follow on mm-hmm. Instagram or that we follow, because everybody has a like, oh, I love this account or I love this. Yeah. It's like, even you just take it back to like television. It's like when you had your favorite show that you knew it was yeah. going to play every Tuesday at eight o'clock, you would like be like, yeah. oh my God, it's coming on tonight. Right. Like, you know, because exactly. you were just so excited and you trusted that network that they were going to give you that content on that specific, yeah. on that specific time. And like, yeah. if they didn't give it to you, you'd be like, oh my God. Or like, even when we were kids and like, we loved Disney channel. Like I would like stay home and like watch the cheetah girls. Cause I'd be like, oh my God, it's coming out tonight. Like today yes, cheetah cheetah girls girls. is coming out, you know? Yes, and it's like, they exactly. did so good. Like we trusted Disney channel to give us our content that we love. Right. So it's like, it comes down to that. It's just like, we are creatures of habit and we like trust that these people are going to give us what we love, whether it's skincare tips, whether it's fashion mm-hmm. tips, whether it's, you know, like lifestyle and wellness and all that stuff. And that's why we follow these people because we find them motivating. We find them inspiring. So I think that's great. And like, I love that, like those apps and stuff that you share, because there's probably people that don't know about that and now they can check it out and, um, see if that helps them. Yeah. Um, okay. I, hope that was, I know I only gave like a few, but no, honestly, yeah. yeah. I'm sure like they can reach out to you and you can like tell them other ones. Yeah. I'm always like, I'm always, I'm, I'm that type of person that doesn't hide things from people. Like I know there's people out there that like they ask questions to a lot of influencers and they're like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And they just like, don't reply. Yeah. Well, because that's how it is. Like, I mean, even in any industry, like acting industry or like any industry, people want to keep like big secrets because, and I did an episode on this, I'm trying to write it with Liz, like that was about like success is abundant. And it's like, people don't understand that success is abundant. And like, they think that like your success is my downfall, but like your success is not my downfall. Like success is abundant in the sense that like you can flourish and have so much money. And so can I, because you having success is never going to take away from me. And even in the acting industry where people were like, Oh, it's competitive or it says it's that it's like, it's, but is it really though? Cause it's not like you can be the same type as me, but you're never going to go out for the same auditions for me. And even if you do go out for the same ones that I'm going for, you're always going to bring your own approach. And I'm always going to bring my own authentic approach. So it's right. like there's really no competition. And like there is people that like to hoard their little secrets and not share them. And that's why I like for me, like sharing is therapeutic. Like the more you share with the world, the more you're bringing light into the world, the more you're not like keeping things to yourself. And then everybody can yeah. just flourish and do their thing. And yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So my next question for you is what advice would you give your younger self? Oh gosh. Um, I feel like this is such a hard one. I feel like I always listen to people say this and I'm like, yeah, it's a good one. And then now I'm like drawing a blank. Um, I guess I would say to just, I know this is like a little cliche, but to not be afraid. And I feel like this has a lot to do with my anxiety. Um, I suffered from anxiety for so long. And I say suffer because I really did suffer. It caused me to not do things that I was capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean this because I said earlier, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I go for it and I do things and I'm not afraid. But no, I mean like literal things like going outside of my house. Like I would just be so scared as a child. Um, my, mm-hmm. Like I said before, my parents are super supportive. They're amazing. It's just, there's, I've been diagnosed. Um, there's just something in my brain that doesn't allow me to get rid of these thoughts so I will constantly just have bad thoughts um, that just like take over my brain in a sense. Yeah. So it doesn't allow me to do these things. And so I was so, I felt like almost paralyzed when I was a child because I was afraid to do so many things that, and it was, it's a funny thing. Cause like I, I would go on stage and I would do that. And I always say this to people, it's like being on stage was kind of an escape from my anxiety because, you know, when you're on stage, like, you rehearse and you, you practice and you know what you're going to say and you know how this show is going to go. And you know that once you start, there's going to be an end, like no matter what the show goes on and there is an end and you take the bow and it's over. Yeah. And for me, like, that was my escape from life because in life, it's not always like that, you know, like 
it's not always rehearsed and it's not always like, okay, this is what happens. And then so-and-so says their line and then it's at, like, that's the end. It's like, no, you know, crap happens. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't no, want to say that. Yeah, but you could. It happens and like life goes on. And that's just, that was just hard for me to accept. Um, I've always just been, it's always been really hard for me to accept that life does go on and life is still going on. So I've always just been afraid of things. And I've always just been afraid to do things and to travel and to talk to people and to make connections and stuff. And I feel like it's hard because with what the job or like what I've been pursuing, it's all about connection and connections. And it's all about talking to people and it's all about traveling. And it's all about new experiences. So it's weird because I'm just this type of person, but then I want to do these things. So I'm trying to like, it's like, I'm trying to find the like middle right. grounds of it all. So I guess just to go back to your question, I would just tell my younger self that, you know, you just have to, you can't be afraid and it's, it's hard. It's really hard, but you know, just no matter what your brain is telling you or your body's telling you, like just try your hardest to push through it. And that it always ends up being okay. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Cause it was like, my brain was like, Oh no, this bad thing is going to happen. And it's like, 99% of the time, nothing bad ever happens. So it was like, okay, so why was I so worried about it? And it's right. just like, it's hard. It was really hard. If anyone's like listening to this and they struggle with anxiety, like I feel for you because it's one of my, like, it's the thing that I deal with 24 seven. It's constantly on my mind. It's like constantly something that I deal with. And I, I don't really like share it because a lot of times it's kind of, not put in the best light anxiety like people say like oh it's made up or like people say that they have anxiety and stuff it's like no (laughs) like I've been diagnosed like I've talked to many therapists before like also therapy too like I would say to my younger self like keep going to therapy keep talking to people keep keep putting yourself outside of like your comfort zone I guess and just keep pushing yourself and do something that scares you like every day, if not every week, every month, you know, do something that you normally wouldn't do and have people around you that support you. Um, like my boyfriend right now is just so supportive of everything. And I, I say right now that sounds horrible, but like I've dated people before in the past who just, who just didn't understand. And I feel like that kind of contributed to like the downfall of like myself because I just feel like I didn't have people around me who supported me. So I just, I, I went downhill. Like I just, I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but I just didn't see it because I didn't have people being like, you're going to be okay. Like we're here for you. We love you. Like everything's going to be okay. And it's really hard to do it alone. I've seen so many people try to do it alone and it doesn't, it doesn't work out. I'm sorry. Like you need people around you. You need people that are going to support you and lift you up. And it's important. So yeah, no, that is also good. Like that was amazing. That like, thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing that. Like I totally, totally agree a thousand percent with the the anxiety, you know, like I was so paralyzed by anxiety, by anxiety as a kid, like had like chronic like anxiety and I didn't even realize it until I was older where like everybody in my family had anxiety. It was like my mom had anxiety. My sister had it. Um, and then like, you know, my, my household was a little bit chaotic. It was built on chaos. And um, when I got older and I started finding stillness, I realized that I had become so accustomed to chaos that when I wasn't in chaos, I was like, Whoa, there's something wrong. Like, why am I not fighting with people? Like, why is my boyfriend loving me? Why is his family loving me? Like, why is this happening? Like, I'm not used to this. Why do I have stillness? Why is your peace and quiet? I wasn't used to that. And like, it's crazy mm-hmm. because, you know, then you have to adapt to that. And when I did find my stillness, like I started starting, my trauma started coming out of me and I started mm-hmm. having to like relive things and just start dealing with these things that I had inside of me from my past and yeah. from my childhood. And, um, and thankfully like new world gave us like a one person show where I could kind of like deal with that, with, like yeah. the anxieties that I had. And yeah. like, I love that you said, you know, go to therapy because, I think it's so important for people that are suffering from like mental illnesses, like depression or anxiety. It is a real thing. And um, it is important to talk to people about it, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is like, you know, like when your mind is racing at a thousand miles an hour and you just can't get in control of your feelings and 
you know, like for me, like my anxiety was so paralyzing. Like, again, I wouldn't want to go outside or, you know, it would hold me back from things too. Mm -hmm. Or I would feel like I constantly need to be coddled by people that love me. You know what I mean? Like, even if it would be toxic, you know, it was like, I just want to be with you because like your safety, you know what I mean? So I think like all of that is so good. And like the fact that you said, like having those people that are supportive around you, and like, I think also even just going off of that is like trusting yourself, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. trust that you've got your own back. Like if all else felt, all else fails, like at least, you know, like I got you girl, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and I think like that one was a big one for me to realize is that like, no matter what I know, I have myself and I'm mm-hmm. never going to let myself down. And I know that like having faith in God, like he's never going to let me down. He's never going to see me wrong. So yeah, I love all of that. And yeah, I love that. I know that your younger self would love that. And like anybody that's going through that right now would like love to hear that too. So yes. thank you for sharing that. You got uh, okay. My next one is who is your role model? So like, who are people that you look up to? They could be influencers. They could be actors, celebrities, like anything, like who are the people that you're just like, Oh my God. I love you. (laughs) Um, okay. Well, I definitely, I definitely would say my mom. I know that's like something that a lot of people say, but obviously it's someone that's super close to me and someone that I've always looked up to. And I say this because she was like a business owner herself. And I think a lot of that has like, kind of went down into me and I feel like I looked up to her so much that it was just like in my blood to do it she would make baby clothes when I was little she would go to like events and sell them and she's just an amazing person too she's been through a lot in her life and she grew up in Peru and she you know she spoke Spanish her whole life and then she came here for college and it was like a totally different world for her and you know she met my dad and they didn't you know, speak a single word to each other. They couldn't. And, you know, my dad was like, we just used body language and I <laughs> like, say ew every single time. But, um, no, it's just like, she had to deal with a lot of things and she also suffers from a lot of anxiety. So I know that was really hard for her too, but she's just been like the best mom in the entire planet. And she's just been so supportive of me and just such a role model because I always just want to be like her. She, you know, she's never, had to work for anyone because she's been able to be her own boss. Like she, she's always found ways. And like, obviously she was a stay at home mom and took care of us. Like that was a big part of her job. But like when she was doing what she loved, it was because she made a name for herself and she was always so good at just like, this is, I'm always so jealous of her. I hate saying the word jealous, but I'm always so like, I just admire this about her so much. And she just is such a, she does suffer from anxiety, but in a different way where she's okay with going out there and communicating with people and being that like strong, independent person. And I just wish that I could be like that sometimes. And I admire <laughs> that about her so much, but yeah, I could go on and on, but yeah, I love That's my so mom. beautiful. Yeah. I definitely think people in like music, I love um, the singer from Paramore, Haley Williams. And she's just amazing. Her style is just like everything. Um, she doesn't go on social media anymore. She's very funny about that. So I think that's really cool. Someone that can just be like disconnected from the world. And mm-hmm. I always think about like what would happen with social media um, if it wasn't there. But yeah, I definitely think a lot of people who I follow on social media, they're just so inspiring. They're everyone says that, you know, Instagram is like oversaturated now. And I have to disagree. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of people out there who are super real and they just they honestly just show themselves like hanging out in their bedroom and their pjs just talking and like yeah i I think it's awesome like it keeps us connected you know it keeps us connected and then allows you to hop on a youtube video and learn how to edit your own pictures or how to start your own blog or how to do all these things so i think that that's awesome and i love what you said about your mom that's so cute you know that's so sweet it was authentic and i love that and um okay so we're gonna play a game Yes, and it's a word game. And okay. so it's just when I ask you these words, I just want you to, it's like fireball. So just like right when uh-huh. I ask you, like whatever it is um, that you think of and you can like mm-hmm. elaborate on it or however you want. So um, okay. the first word is love. Family. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. And you can talk about like why it comes up or just like anything, whatever it comes up. Well, I mean, I feel like that one's a little bit like self-explanatory. Like, I don't know. I just feel like my family is just like, they've always been so loving and supportive and like, no matter what, like they're always there for me and stuff. So I love them. Love. Awesome. Okay. Success. Success. Oh, what is it? I want to say, <laughs> what? What did you? Think? No, I know. I oh. know you said success. Like I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I guess just I think of being yourself. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I guess like success kind of just means like I feel like success means what it means to you. Like, does that right. make sense? Like people's. Yeah, people's like um, meaning of success. It's kind of funny that you asked me that because it's like people's meaning of success is very different. Like some person could think that it's just like, I got out of bed this morning. So like that's successful. Or other people could be like, you're not successful until you're a CEO of like a company or something. It's like, that's not true. You know, like you can have like many successes like throughout your entire day or your life or year or whatever. Right. But yeah, so I think whatever it means. Like, for you, it's more like being yourself. Yeah, I think, it's, or like not not being yourself, but yes, being yourself, but also like what it means to yourself. You know what I mean? Sorry, that was right. like a little gotcha. Success is like personal. Gotcha. Yeah, what personal. That's good. The word God resonate. God. For you? Um, I guess trust, love. Um, it's something that I, I was very like. I feel like I'm not as much as a godly person as I used to be, which is really sad because I feel like I, I want to explore that more. I feel like I kind of lost um, my faith a lot when I was like going through college and dealing with a really bad breakup and stuff like that. And I lost a lot of it, but I always remember God like being such a big part of my life. And I was in middle school, I got baptized again and I went to church camp and it was always just like, something that in the moment I always felt like, you know, people say like, Oh, I don't feel God. Like I don't feel his presence. I don't feel that stuff. And like, for me, I've always, I've always felt that like, no matter what, if, if I'm not going to church or if I'm not reading my Bible, if I'm not doing my devotions, like no matter what, like I've always felt God there. So, but I can't say to you like, okay, every day I read my Bible every day. I do this. It's like, it's not something that, I've done. I've, I know I've made excuses and I know like I've like made excuses for myself and I should, but it's, he's always been there. It's like, right. he's always been a part of my life. So I, I've always trusted in him. I've always believed in him. I've always like loved feeling that. So, That's but awesome. I do want to go back and I know it sounds awesome. bad saying like, go back, no. but I just hey, I mean, honestly, on. like everybody is, it's their own thing. Like it's your personal yeah. relationship and that's awesome. And like, I love that. And that you just say that he, like he, he has his hand on your life and that's beautiful. And I, yeah, I love that. Exactly. I love that so much. Um, yes. okay. Joy. Joy. Um, my earrings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. They are super cute and they bring you joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just feel like anything that I create, I feel like a lot of things like bring me joy. Um, when it comes to like, I feel like my joy comes from creating. I feel like that's yeah. honestly like the biggest joy that I have. I think that's like my biggest gift is that like I create, like, I don't know. It can just be anything. I just feel like I just like, some people are like, Oh, I create cause I'm an artist and I can draw really well. And it's like, I can't pinpoint tell you like, okay, I create cause I'm a dancer. Like, no, I don't like to be like one thing. I like to be mm-hmm. a lot of different things. I like to like wear a lot of, like a lot of different hats. So I feel like just the word create in itself kind of describes me. It's like not just one thing. It's just a lot of things. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that so much. Okay. Uh, the word light. 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 My mom's name is Luce. <laughs> like her, yeah. Her, her, her name is Kathy, but her birth name is Luce Katherine Medroa. I just gave out her full name, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go find her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But she doesn't even put that on anything, so you wouldn't even be able to find her anyways. But no, she, her name is Luce. So I don't know why I thought of that. But light, I guess. Um, yeah, like family and friends and people that I'm drawn to, like, like a light. I guess, like, that makes sense in a, in yeah. a way. It's like, 
things that I'm really drawn to. It's like my family because they're always there for me. Um, Instagram because I just love doing what I do on there. Friends are always like lights. Like I can always count on my friends. Like my friend was here this weekend. And I was like PMSing. I was like, oh my God, everything sucks. And she was just such a light because she just made me feel better. And she was like, okay, how can I help you? Like we went to Disney World and that's like the happiest place on the planet. And she was like, <laughs> like we can leave, like we can go. And I was like, are you serious? Like we don't have, like we're in Disney World right now. Why don't you? I was like dying of pain. And she was like, we can go. Like I totally understand. And so we like, ended up leaving early. And, like, I know it sounds like the most simple thing, but she was just such a light. Good like, friend. Yeah, good, good friend. friend. She was thinking about you yeah. instead of herself. Right. People that, like, put others before them. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one is beauty. What does that word mean to you? Beauty. Beauty and the beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I feel like. I feel like this is another one that's very different. I feel like it's kind of what you make of it. Um, I've, I'm going to be honest. I've never been the type of person. There's only one time in my life, and I don't know if it was because I was PMSing, but I like <laughs> went on Instagram and I was like, everyone's so much prettier than me. Aww. Like everyone, they ha- like everyone has nice hair. And I like, and I know it sounds crazy that, th- that I said I only did that one, one time, but like, honestly, truly, I just view people's beauty, like as such different things. I feel like everyone has something that makes them beautiful. Everyone has something that's like unique about them but to compare beauty and to be like okay someone's more beautiful than that like I don't know I just never I just like never liked that I never like I don't know I just don't think of people that way I don't like the first thing that I think about like when I see someone is not their beauty you know like I think about them like for some other reason I guess like I don't know I know it's, it's kind of hard to believe because the world is very based off of beauty but like I don't know I've never really dated people because they're really cute or something. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I guess it's just like beauty is what's inside, I guess, like for me. That's awesome. I love that so much. Okay. So I want to know, first off, I want to say thank you because um, I even feel like as your friend that I've known you for so many years, I feel like I really got to know you in such a different way and see you in such Aww. a different light. Like, um, you know, just you talking about your family and like your upbringing and like anxiety and how creativity brings you joy and like all of those things. It's like, I love that because I love digging deep into people and finding out more about them and what makes them tick and what makes them happy and all of that. And I think sharing does bring more light into the world. And that's why I want to, talk to people that are, I find as lighthouses and I definitely see you as a lighthouse. And so oh, I just want to say you. thank you for, I love that term, I love that term lighthouse. I feel like lighthouse. I never really use that, but lighthouse. I like it. Yeah. It's on my vision board. I love it so much. It's like just a source of light, a person that's just like, we love you. I want to like take a picture next to a lighthouse now. And you be should. Like, Liz called me a lighthouse. <laughs> but you're a lighthouse. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. like everything that you do. And honestly, like, you didn't ask me a question about you, but if you did ask me a question, <laughs> I would say that you are an amazing person. Like I always yeah. tell people, like, I think I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and I don't know why, I think I told him that I was doing this with you. And he was like, Oh yeah. Like the one that like helps people. Cause like, I had said that before, like on my Instagram, I'm like I'm doing a, a video with Liz and she's like such a motivational speaker and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like your gift is helping people and like understanding people like you're such a people person and I admire Mm -hmm. that and I wish I was more like that (laughs) well you're beautiful and you're you and you do such a great job as well thank you Nat I I love those words so where can the people listening to this podcast find you reach out to you what are your social media outlets where is your blogs all of Um, that so you guys can follow me on instagram at Nat loves that so just N-A-T that um and what else I so I just launched my earring um kind of like shop and it's called whatever with a a not an er (laughs) um 
Lola, whatever Lola. So you can follow me on there too. And I have a blog, but I recently changed because my blog was um, not McPherson because that's my name, but I changed it to whatever Lola so I could have my shop on there. But mm-hmm. if you go into the tabs, you can find my blog. You can find like an about me and stuff. So it's still technically like my blog, but it's just called whateverlola.com. And you can find that all on my Instagram. And I'm trying to get more into my YouTube stuff because I like really put that off. And I know I talked about like just doing it, but <laughs> so I am going to do, do a video it. today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I know I actually filmed a video like a day oh, of my, in my life, like when I had my casting and stuff. So I like Aww. took guys around and like to see what I do every day, but I just have to edit it and put it up because like... She's so good at that. Like you're so good at that, Nat. And like your little skits that you used to do. Oh, like you're so good. It's more like not that, but I don't know. I feel like you're good at all of that. Like the videos and like the little ones where you're like doing. Like you would inspire me so much. I'm like I would tell people I'm like just record me doing things with my outfit, and I'm like I can't. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You're really good at that stuff. So like keep doing that, and like your YouTube channel is awesome. I would watch it. I would watch all your videos. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. I'm gonna do it now. Good. Okay, Yay. well, thanks so much for talking to me. And uh, we'll definitely see if we can do another one. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We'll talk right. about you next time. <laughs> no, again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.